Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can reach me on the web at newworthlaw, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H-L-A-W.com or by phone at 215-259-3687 or you can drift in through uh, the little bot on the website. It usually goes right to my phone and I'll be able to talk to you directly. Uh, so first of all, start the day on a positive note. Overnight at some point, uh, we passed the thousand listens for the podcast. So I wanted to say thank you to everyone who's listening and I hope it's helpful. Uh, there's been a lot of positive feedback and so far no negative feedback. So that's good. Makes me feel good. (laughs) I'll tell you if there's negative feedback. Uh, so I want to talk to you today's subject or the topic today is, you know, what's, a lot of people want to know, you know, can I settle my case without going to court? And I think 10 years ago, 15 years ago, that was much more likely than it is today. Basically, the insurance companies control what happens in the pre-suit process because there's no lawyer involved on the insurance company side. So it's basically me negotiating for you against an insurance company. And the insurance companies have claim reps and their claim reps have very strict limits for the most part as to what they can uh, negotiate up to. So what their limit of authority is, is what we say. So a lot of claim reps on the front lines of small auto cases have authority up to 25 grand, then another level, maybe 50 grand or so. It depends on the company. But, you know, for the most part, if you have an extremely serious case and very little insurance, like you have a $300,000 case and 25000 insurance, you'll get a pre-suit settlement and they'll offer their policy limits. But, you know, you don't want to be in that situation because you're basically, you know, been injured by someone who doesn't have insurance. So that's no good. So, you know, in the more typical situation where you have like a $75,000 case and $100,000 of insurance, you know, what, what's going to happen in the pre-suit? Are you going to be able to settle your case before having to go to court? The answer is yes, but you're going to pay, you know, you're going to get short money for it usually. So what does that mean? Maybe your $75,000 case, you get an offer of thirty grand, And maybe, you know, you want to take that just because it avoids having to go to court. It avoids some expert expenses and some legal, you know, the lawyer taking a bite out of your case. But, you know, you're going to settle for short money for the most part. Now, you may know something about the case that the insurance company doesn't. You know, I may know that my client is you know, going to have problems making it through litigation process. And that's a reason to settle the case for less than I would. I may have a very strong case and the insurance company decides that they just don't want to even bother fighting it because they got other cases to fight. It really, really depends. But for the most part, I have not settled a case on with just a letter in years. So just writing a letter doesn't do it. I have to collect your medical records, prove to the insurance company that you were out of work, which means contacting your employer, all this stuff. I got some work to do just to put the case together. And that takes time. But as long as you have time and you don't have an urgent need for money, you're going to get a better settlement and you're going to get a better resolution by going into court and filing your lawsuit. It really, to me, as the lawyer... If I were the client, I wouldn't care one way or another when the case settles, as long as it settles for, you know, something that I'm happy with. And that's kind of what guides me as a lawyer. But 
you know, the critical thing is this. The client doesn't have to do a lot. It sounds like a big deal to file a lawsuit. It's a big deal if you were paying legal fees and you have to pay every hour or every half hour or 10 minutes that I do something, but you don't. You pay me at the end. So there's really not a lot of work to be done for clients when the case goes into court. So essentially, I write a complaint. I have you review it to make sure it's accurate. I file it electronically. I send out a process server. The defendant, who's the person who injured you, gets served by my process server and a lawyer is assigned from the insurance company. And the lawyer and I know how this system works and know what our jobs are and we each do our jobs. There's very little involvement for or hard work for the client. You know, your client may have to talk to me periodically and keep, you know, me in my office and my paralegal, um, you know, apprised of what's going on. But there's not a lot of works. It's not like heavy lifting for the client. You know, clients will have other worries. You know, the client's injured and is trying to get better. Sometimes, you know, a lot of my cases, if I'm picking my cases, well, the client's not getting better because they're seriously injured and they're never going to get better. So that's the hard work that the client does. But in terms of like what it means to go to court for the client, the client's only responsibilities for the first seven eighths of the case are to cooperate, you know, communicate with me and then you know, review interrogatories. So basically the first step in the real actual litigation after the complaint is, you know, exchange of written discovery. So it's just basically written questions like name, rank, serial number, where were you going on the date of the accident? How did you hurt yourself? What happened? You know, what's your medical care? And what do you do for a living? That's pretty much it. It's very basic stuff. We answer most of the questions for our clients to review because a lot of them are just answerable um, by lawyer knowledge. So we're not going to talk about all your medical conditions. We're going to direct them to the medical records, which contain all your medical conditions and which we're going to produce voluntarily and freely because it shows how strong our case is. But that's not something the client has to do. That's my work. And that's what you're paying me for. So the client really just has to review interrogatories, sign off on them, review the complaint, sign off on it. And then the big step for the client is appearing at a deposition, but that's usually a year or so into the case. So really, for the most part, the client doesn't have to do anything actively to help with their case. It's mostly lawyer stuff. Now, at the deposition, you know, I'll meet with you for two or three hours, a couple days ahead of the deposition to prepare you and to talk about the case and the issues that have come up that are kind of more the fine points of lawyering. Um, You know, I will have been through your medical records I'll be able to talk about how the theories of the case have changed, either on my side or on the defense side, what the defense lawyer is telling me about the case, maybe what the defendant is probably going to say, or what I'm interested in hearing from either the client or the defendant. And then we go to the deposition, and that's usually, you know, it's usually a two-hour deposition, but it means you're probably going to take the day off work. So, you know, that's pretty much it until the case gets closer to settlement and trial. So, but 95, 96% of cases settle before trial because, you know, you have a strong enough case that the insurance company knows they're going to lose and the lawyer tells them to settle and the case gets settled. So, you know, total client work for a case may be six hours, eight hours total over the course of a year and a half. Now, I may do, you know, 100 hours on your case, but you don't have to do a lot of work on your case. 
the the downside or the flip side or the other side of that is that you know the client is getting very um doing a lot of hard work to get better and clients worry a lot about their case they worry about what the other side thinks they worry about how the case is going to turn out they worry about how much money they're going to get and when they're going to get money. A lot of times I tell people, look, this is going to take two years and just sort of as much as possible try to compartmentalize it and put it aside and don't count on it, you know, like you would count on, you know, interest accruing. And there's no guarantee. But that's not, you know, me telling you the client that doesn't necessarily make it any easier. You know, it's the passage of time helps clients to understand that this is not a fast process, that there is a sort of a a rhythm or a routine to lawsuits that all the lawyers are used to. But for the most part, for most clients, it's just sort of, this is all new. So waiting six months or nine months for something seems, you know, cuckoo to them. But to me, nine months is pretty fast in lawyer time. So look, you know, in active working time, there's not a lot for the client to do. There is a lot of worry and anxiety that a lot of clients go through, and there's a ton of work getting better. And, you know, a lot of that year, year and a half time from filing lawsuit to finishing the case is, you know, client anxiety to some extent about how this is all going to turn out. It's the unknown. They have to trust me. You have to trust me. I have to trust you. We're all sort of in this together. But... In terms of like how hard it is to file a lawsuit or how hard it is to go through a lawsuit, it's not particularly challenging up until, you know, there's a lawyer on the other side asking you questions and verifying what you're saying. And we'll talk about that in another session. So that's Ask Andy. I hold people accountable. Have a great day.